Greetings, people of the internet. My name is Big Mo, and it is my honor to welcome you to the hardest hitting, full of ranting, most entertaining show in the world. This is the Dave Van Aken Show! What's up, guys? Dave Van Auken here. Happy Friday. We made it July 8th. We're going to cap off this week. July 4th, uh, just this past weekend. The week flew by. Holy crap, guys. UFC Vegas 58 tomorrow. I'm literally watching the Wayans. The Wayans are happening right in front of me. Guys, pack show. Bella Mir is coming up literally in five minutes. I have a quick little intro. And then at the end, the anchor of the 110th edition of the Dave Van Auken Show. We got Ben and Bananas. We got our girl, the ruthless L Wagman. We got Ryan Quinn. We dropped down all the betting information you need to know for this weekend's USC Vegas 58. And guys, real quick, listen, guys, betters, don't let other betters bet alone. So grab a few cold ones and call up your best buds and get ready for UFC Vegas 58, aka the Rafael Show. We're talking about Rafael Fazeev versus Rafael Dos Santos in the main event. Right now, Fazeev is over a minus 200 favorite in the comeback of RDA. We're looking at a plus 180 on the underdog side. So, guys, make sure you go to my bookie at mybookie.ag and put in the promo code BANANAS. Bet one fight, bet a parlay of multiple fights, and raise the stakes on this weekend's UFC card. Don't forget to use the code BANANAS and make sure you are a part of the MyBookie community. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. There you go. The bills are paid. Uh, guys, breaking news yesterday, two breaking news, right? One, Darren Till is out of the co-main event of that UFC London card. Card's going to be absolutely bananas. Huge main event, Blades and Aspinall. How about our girl from Orlando, Florida, Hannah Goldie versus Meatball Molly is on the show. Stack card, Patty the Batty's back. Um, so very, very intrigued with that. But Darren Till is out versus Jack Romanson. Curtis, the action man. Christopher Curtis is in. I love that for him. Huge opportunity. Easily the biggest opportunity for him in his career. Still excited fight. Christopher Curtis just keeps on upsetting middleweights one after another. Has a win over Brandon Allen Allen, which a lot of people think is a future uh, contender for the championship belt. So a big, big fight with Christopher Curtis and Jack Hermanson. Also on the boxing side, guys, it's official. Tommy uh, Fury is officially out. Us here at Fight Bananas. We posted it two days ago, but everyone is, of course, catching up once in a while to us. Um, you know, Raheem Jr. is now, a, you know, ex-heavyweight, 12-1 professional fighter. August 6th, Madison Square Garden. The Jake Paul Show continues. And yes, guys, you will get the pay-per-view. Or at least you're going to stream it illegally. But Pack Show, Bed and Bananas will anchor it. Uh, everything you need to know on the Ben side of UFC Vegas 58. And right now... Um, one of our favorites. We've talked to her. This is, I think, the fourth time I've had an interview slash podcast with her. Uh, Bella Mears, officially 3-0 as a professional. She won two weeks ago on UFC Fight Pass. She is a Iowa wrestling commit. Uh, commit? 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 Yeah, commit. Um, 
And it's kind of cool. We talk about, uh, you know, is that the end of our mixed martial arts career for a couple of years? Is it not? Because you do both. So a lot of fun things we talk about that. We talk about music. We talk about, of course, our father being uh, the legendary Frank Mir, and so much more. The great, one of the biggest prospects in all of mixed martial arts, the one and only Bella Mir. All right, guys, we'll talk to you soon. Have fun. Bella Mir, Ben and Bananas, the 110th edition of the Dave Van Auken Show. Let's go! What's up, guys? Dave Van Auken back again. The red light is on. Back with us, the three and oh, newly minted and a happy little belated birthday, Bella Mir. Bella, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Doing good, doing good. That was a lot there. Uh, Birthday a couple of days ago, a week ago, uh, three and oh, a couple of weeks ago, UFC Fight Pass, XFN 381. How it's been a whirlwind for you? How's it been the last uh, two, three weeks? Um, yeah, it's been kind of crazy uh, from the fight, winning three and oh, and then uh, having American Nationals for Jiu Jitsu the week after on my birthday, and then uh, going to Disneyland with the family uh, afterwards. It was like very packed. I'll get to Disney in a second. I, I promise. I promise. But I do want to stick in the cage. Uh, 3-0. and um, You know, I talked to you before Icon. Uh, you know, the first and the second one, your two pro wins. And now this is third. Uh, any difference? Are you just thinking you're a total different fighter? How about the pressure from the first one from your debut to now being 3-0? How are you feeling, you know, uh, you know, mixed martial artists and uh, becoming 3-0 now? Um, definitely, uh, I feel like I have gained a lot more like technique with like striking and uh okay. my jiu-jitsu got so much better from like the first fight um and i mean the nerves and pressure i don't think that'll ever go away that always will still be there but um with like technique and you know being better as like all-around fighter i feel like i got so much better that's great that's scary that's scary because a lot of people are like you got to watch out now you know um of course, uh, you know, the first time you and I ever talked a year and a half ago, you know, that world uh, pressure came up. Um, not being 3-0, and and of course, every post-conference and, and press and all this stuff always talks about your dad. I think you even posted a picture on your socials about, like, you guys both had, like, an ankle lock or a knee bar, like, the same kind of way. Um, is it crazy? Does it ever get, uh, I don't want to say the word normal, but does it ever get too much? Or does it ever get, like, yeah, this is just another day in my life. This is, this is kind of my story. Um, I don't really ever, like, think about that, but, I mean, yeah, I guess, like, it's, uh, weird that, like, I'm taking on, like, the same path as dad, um, but, I mean, I feel like it's not only am I taking the same path as dad, but I'm taking the path that was meant for me, and it's just that, yeah, it feels like it's normal to me to be training every day, and what I'm, uh, working for right now. All right. Um, you know, like I said, we'll get to Disney. That's next. Tell me about the whole Iowa wrestling commit. Um, someone to like a layman, like me, you know, and we've talked now for a little bit and, you know, and I know you're in Dana's office and you're like going to the UFC one day and you're like, there's no rush, so on and so on. Does this mean now if you go to Iowa, right? And I would assume going for three or four years, you know, graduating to Iowa, does that make like your MMA career? Does that put it on pause? Can you still do both? How does that work? Um, so 
basically, I am actually able to fight while I'm in college. Um, we've, me and Dad, we've been talking about just fighting in the summer, like after wrestling season, um, or just taking four years off and just fighting after. We don't really know yet, but um, yeah, I am able to fight while I'm in college. Uh, NCAA rules now, you are allowed to get paid uh, uh, in college, like it's the same as if an uh, NFL guy still wants to play college baseball. Um, two completely different sports, um, and you're not getting paid. I'm not getting paid for wrestling. I'm getting paid for MMA, so it's uh, it's allowed. Also, like Bella, I I assume now the world has changed since the last time you you and I talked about the NIL deals. Like I assume like you can even get paid NIL deals from Iowa to wrestle, right? Is that off base or is that the correct way to talk about it? No, uh, that, no that's right. Um, so as long as like I tell my athletic advisor, um, you know, this person sponsoring me for wrestling season or this, I'm getting money for this, this, and as long as I'm like talking to them, like what I'm getting paid for, yeah. um, I'm allowed to uh, get paid for wrestling. That's crazy. That's awesome. That's good for you, Bill. Um, okay. So you're saying to me four years from now, you know, the, the, the fall or the spring maybe of 2027, 2026, whenever that is, you could in, in a one week span, you literally could get your diploma from Iowa and you could also have a fight that Saturday night for the UFC. Like that could happen four years from now. I mean, yeah, I guess that could happen. I don't know if that would happen, but uh, yeah, that's awesome. That's crazy. That's crazy. All right. Tell us about Disney. I know uh, the family and you guys love going to Disney. Um, when you guys went to Orlando, we almost got together and all that. And I know you guys stayed on the West Coast this time. Um, you know, what does it mean yeah. to being so busy, having the fights and so much going on to get away and get to get with the family, go to Disney World for a couple of days, three, four days? I mean, what does that mean? Um, it honestly felt amazing to take a break just from like going from literally high school wrestling season to freestyle wrestling season to a fight to jiu-jitsu nationals like it was just like I literally had no break from literally October of last year I didn't get a break at all uh, and so it like felt nice to like actually like take a breather for a little bit Look at you, dude. 19, Bella. Come on. You got to take more breaks. Yeah, the beach, you know, the lake. Come on. Got to enjoy summer. I know. <laughs> so crazy. Um, It's so funny. So I was at PFL 6 just this last week in Atlanta. Uh, it was the Kayla Harrison show. And I kind of thought about you for some reason about, I love how the PFL, it's, it's a tournament. To me, it's very wrestling, very tournament. You can kind of see where you're going to fight. It's all about points and getting there. Um, do you kind of like that platform? Do you know exactly what I'm talking about, the PFL platform? Or are you do you strictly love kind of the UFC, kind of, you know, the big name? And, uh, you know, sometimes uh, Pierre can win three fights and he's fighting for the championship. Yuri Prohasek, three fights fighting for the championship. That doesn't happen in the PFL. Like, you have to literally win the fights to get there. Which, which kind of method or way do you like better? Or do, does it all have its own pros and cons? I mean, I, I feel like they both... Uh are really good for uh you know getting to the top but 
I actually like how the PFL has the tournament because you you don't get to avoid yeah. good people right. to get the belt. Like you know, you have to fight every single person that made it to the good rounds to right. get the belt. And I I think that's actually like really cool. Unlike the UFC where it's like, oh, I'm gonna fight this guy or this guy. Like you get to choose who you want to fight. Because you don't, you get put in a bracket. You have, you don't get to avoid the number one and number three seed in a wrestling tournament. You don't get to pick who you want to wrestle. You know, you're just pushed in there. Hopefully, you get a good uh, seating and you just wrestle every good person that there is in the whole bracket. And I like that the PFL does that. Yeah, me too. It's um, there's something very you know unique and kind of to me like very wrestling based. It's uh, you know, you kind of see your competition. And there's just no getting around the best. The best fights the best, and then and, you know the best of that weight class uh, usually takes it. Um, last time, also we talked the female, um, you know, the hierarchy in the females in the UFC is a lot different. Uh, Amanda was champ, champ, and Rose Namajunas was still the champion. Uh, you know, one of the world's craziest fights, the Rose to Carla and Juliana beat Amanda. Just love your take, kind of on the synopsis. Olo Santos. A lot of people have Santos beating Valentina. Even that was a very close fight. Can you give me kind of the synopsis over the last year, six months of the kind of the higher end females in the UFC? Um, I think uh, you know a lot of the girls right now that were champs like Rose, Amanda, Valentina. Uh, they've been in the sport for so long. It's like you can't really be champ for uh, as long as. Uh, they're willing to fight for it. And even Valentina, like, people thought Valentina lost that fight against, um, uh, Talia Santos. What's her name again? Yeah, 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 Santos. And, uh, I mean, I, I, I thought, I thought she lost that fight too. Yeah. But I mean, it's honestly, it was just like throw a point in the air and whoever lands on it. Uh, and then Amanda, I, I was actually there at the fights when Amanda lost. Uh, I was sitting next to Dana. We actually, we were talking. Uh, we were talking to about Amanda and we were like, oh, she's going to kill Juliana. Like, it's not even going to be close. And the first round, like, Amanda, like, was crushing her. Like, it wasn't even close. And then I have no idea what happened. Like, maybe she just got overconfident or Juliana was just like, this, I'm not about to lose this fight. Or I don't even know what happened. Uh, but she just tapped to not even a choke, like a it was on her face and with no hooks in either. I was like, God, that's not good. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, that's crazy. So you were there and you were kind of speaking with Dana a little bit during that fight or prior to that fight happened? Yeah, yeah. I was there literally first row sitting, sitting there. All I owed, this would be like the first, like, Amanda, like, killing I'll get to see. Like, I, I never gone to her, her fights in person so I was like oh I'm finally going to see someone she kills in person and I was like oh god it must be like bad luck for her or something that's crazy that's crazy um, kind of a hypothetical question just because I've been watching it on Tuesday nights uh, ESPN plus the ultimate fighter show very popular show there's actually a female uh, bracket going on right now I'm also a huge fan of Dana White Contender Series. I There's rumors out there that uh, Bo Nickel, Penn State Bo Nickel, will be on the Contender Series this August. Um, and, of course, some fighters, like Yuri goes, you know, they fight somewhere else, and then they come to UFC. 
if Bellamir fights in the UFC a year from now, five years from now, six years from now, what, what is kind of one of those wavelengths that you would like to go through? Would you like to try the ultimate fighter or the contender? Or would you love to be like, okay, like, I would be cool. I want to be on UFC 315. I just want to be right in. Uh, no, I definitely, I feel like I will like, the plan is, like, you know, get to, like, 10 and 0 or something like that. And then just go straight into a UFC card. Uh, not no ultimate fighter. My dad would kill me if I did that. <laughs> uh, maybe contender series. Uh, maybe contender series. I don't know yet. Dad, dad and mom kind of decide everything. Right, right. Uh, have you seen him, Bo Nickel? Have you been watching his stuff lately? He's 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 everywhere right now. Oh yeah, yeah. I watched his fights and. Uh, you know, Malky's his manager and, and mine actually, and Malky was just over at the house and just telling me what those plans are and telling me, you know, if he's going to Contender Series or if he's staying at Icon. And he told me all like the contracts he signed. And you know, he's like, I feel like he'll be the the next middleweight champ in the UFC. I really think he'll be Izzy if he gets this. If he has somewhat of somewhat kind of striking, I mean. Bo's one of the best wrestlers in the world. I mean, he's only lost to David Taylor at the Olympic trials, and David Taylor is an Olympic gold medalist. And yeah. I, I, I don't know uh, Izzy's wrestling background, but I know it's definitely not even as close to Bo's. Yeah, it is crazy to say that. I really, I agree with you there too. Like, uh, Izzy's kryptonite is Bo Nickel. Like, that's like the worst possible matchup if that does happen one day into fruition. Um, but we'll, I'll let you go in a second. So, Bella, if you, yeah, right. If you weren't talking to guys like me, and if you're just driving like you're, what are you listening to? What are you listening to? Music? Are you listening to other podcasts? Are you listening to shows? What do you listen to? Uh, definitely listening to music. I, I'm actually going to, tra- I'm going to practice right now. Right. And uh, I always, I always listen to music before practice, unless I'm like watching, like if I'm binge watching a Netflix show. Um, I'll be watching like Netflix while I'm driving. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> no, don't tell the cops that. We won't. We won't tell the cops that. Um, but Jan, what, what's your what's your go-to song right now? What's the, what's the trend song that you're listening to? Um, Woo! that's hard. Man, now listening to that uh, Sing Two soundtrack, huh? <laughs> Um, honestly, it just depends the mood I'm in. Like, if I am in, like, a pump kind of mood, I'll be, like, listening to rap music. Or if, like, I'm in, like, a goofy, funny mood, I'll be listening to, like, pop and, like, like uh, Mariah Carey and, like, that kind of music. Okay. Uh, but it just it just depends on the mood. I think my best song, like, the one song I know, like, I'm, I have to, like, go, like, hard at practice i want to listen to girls want to have fun <laughs> that's a good one that's a good one i'm gonna remember that one man bella you yeah. know a uh, huge fan we've been talking for a little bit uh just you went on a really good run the last two three weeks i saw you at the uh bjj tournament uh, xfn 381 with a dominant performance three and oh birthday uh bella you know you're living that good life right now you're listening to one republic it's a uh, good times are happening <laughs> yeah 
Well, you're the best, Bell. Stay in touch. Um, you know, hopefully everything go, uh, goes well in college, and uh, we'll talk to you real soon, all right? All right. Talk to you soon. Later, Bell. Bye-bye. Here we go. Another week, another betting bananas. To my left, the cornerman, Ryan Quinn. Ryan, how you doing, brother? Fantastic. Great to be here. Absolutely, man. Hey, you got to follow this man's best bet. Killing it. Absolutely killing it. Mm-hmm. Underneath L. Wagman, 5-0. and Doesn't know how to lose in an octagon, but also doesn't know how to lose in a three-fight parlays. Two weeks in a row, we cash in, L. We cash in. Let's go. Let's make it three. I like it. I like it. She's not even ha- – dude, that's that's that fighter's mentality. If, if I won two in a row, I'd be like, I'll be in a tux. <laughs> I'll be telling everyone how good I am. I'll be over. Elle's like, no, 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 I don't care about two. I want three. I love it. I love it. Man. Well, guys, we have a good card. Another, um, I've been really enjoying these fight night cards. A little bit underrated. Some names, you know, like guys like Ronnie Lawrence. Like this guy's on a great run. Really, really good high-end fighter. A year and a half from now, he might be like the Andre, uh, Adrian Giannis at uh, UFC Austin. So there's just a lot of names here. The main event stacked, a really cool, pivotal 155-pound fight. But before we get into the card, real quick, Ryan Quinn, we got our trivia. We need an answer. And then, two, a real quick 30-second synopsis, betting-wise, on UFC 276. But, Ryan, lead us on the trivia real quick. Yeah, okay. So the trivia question last week was, who has won the Ultimate Fighter and gone on to win the UFC uh, championships? It was more, a lot more than I thought, actually, yeah, I thought close like to double. So there was actually nine, um, starting with Matt Serra. He told everyone to go eat humble pie after he knocked out George St. Pierre. Rashad Evans, um, he was the first one who organically was brought up through the Ultimate Fighter and then won the title. Forrest Griffin, everyone knows that. He beat Rampage Jackson. Um, Carla Esparza was the inaugural champion for the weight class. Michael Bisping filled in and beat Luke Rockhold for the uh, middleweight. Uh, Tony Ferguson, Tony Ferguson was the ultimate fighter winner. He actually won the interim title, but we got to count him. And then um, Nico Montana, uh, Montano, she won. And then uh, pound for pound best, Kamaru Usman uh, won the ultimate fighter, went on to win the title. And that was another one that the ultimate fighter, that was obviously that was Black Zillions versus ATT. So that that wasn't exactly a tournament style, but it still was, you know, so. It's funny yeah, I always think of Hassan winning at the end and everyone mm-hmm. American top team going crazy. I forgot that Usman yeah. actually went on to win the tournament. Listen, we won. All right. He, yeah. he he won the title. He got the trophy. But ATT won. The, we got the points. That's very true. The best year ever in American top, uh, in Ameri- uh, ultimate fight in history. It was the best. One Man, let great me- if it's the ridge. The best year was American top team versus Black Series. Let, let me tell you something about that season. So, like, for those of you who don't, like, out there who are watching about, like, the smoker shows or, like, basically, like, lower-level exhibition shows. And, like, just the thought that these were going on on Monday's fights on Monday and Wednesday afternoon or Wednesday and Friday afternoons. Like, and people were going crazy in the middle of Coconut Creek and Deerfield Beach. We're like, dude, it was just an insane atmosphere. And uh, like it was just, and I'll never forget. Like for those of you who watched the season, we were all tied up going into the last fight. It was yeah. a Friday afternoon, and like it, it was just insane. We were all going crazy. And then um, I remember after Hyder won, 
it was like that was like the closest thing I ever had to like a college national championship. It was just like it was so crazy. It was it was it was insane. I remember we went to we went to the promenade after, stayed there a lot longer than we should have. A lot of us. Then uh, it was uh, it it was that whole season was insane. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I but, love it. Um, I love it. Uh, would you like Would you like me to get into next week's trivia, or you want me to save that for the end? Save that for the end. That, that's the nugget. We got to we got to hook the people gotcha. in. We're hooking them in. Gotcha. Real quick, thirty seconds of Nasus. We'll start with you, L. UFC two seventy six. Not even the card. Not the Undertaker walk. Uh, not even yeah. Alex Pierre is not going to Strickland. A bet you nailed your three fight parlay. Is there something that you thought uh, was very interesting and under and over? Just a real quick betting wise, thirty seconds. Um, I was really really impressed with Pereira. Um, I, man, I I actually had Sean Strickland. Uh, that was one of my off-screen parlays. I had uh, parlayed Sean Strickland and, uh, Miller. And I obviously lost that one. It was a good odds as well. I had Miller by finish and then I had Sean Strickland winning a decision. Um, I, I was really impressed with him, man. Sean is a tough dude. I think his only, his most recent loss before that was what Usman by decision. Yeah. It's been a long time. Guy's a stud, and I, I really like Pereira. Really like the fact that that dude might actually get a title shot is like the only thing I want to talk about from UFC 276. Like this dude has had what two, three fights in the UFC, seven MMA fights overall, seven, eight MMA fights overall, and might get a title shot next. That's just unreal. I would love to see him fight Izzy again. All right, Ryan, thirty second UFC 276 betting. Man, all right. Well, I guess I got to stick to that real quick. Um, when I saw Sean coming forward with no head movement, flat-footed with the hands like this, yeah. it, it kind of reminded me when I was a kid going downhill on my bicycle and the chain popped. I just knew there was some really bad stuff coming at the end of that hill. Um, but um, the, the best Ugh. the best thing that I could say about this was how bad I whiffed over uh, Adolfo Vieira beating Chris Curtis. Because uh, Chris, Chris came to fight. That was two weeks ago. That was two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Yeah, that was. That, that was, was on the card Tiago yeah. was on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, then, um, what Dude, else? You nailed say? last week, Ryan. Like your picks were on point. Well, I, I okay. I, I really did really bad on one of my one of my uh, parlay picks. One of them I really whiffed on. I thought that was it. But anyway, oh, Chris is fighting in London again, so I won't be betting against him anytime soon. No, what crazy but, that's big um, breaking news. Maybe L doesn't even know about it yet. She just got home from dinner. Darren Till's out of the co-main event versus Hermantic yeah. Christopher Curtis, the action man, <laughs> steps up. Very, very cool. I don't want to toot my own horn. Don't want to, but my number one best bet on UFC uh, 276 was Brian Barbarina. I just, I love oh, that yeah. bet all week. Yeah. It was like even money. I just did not get it. I don't want to yell it. I kind of want to be more of the, uh, I'm doing air quotation folks for the people that listen on the podcast. Kind of want to be the host. Brian Barbarina was easy money last week. Like easy money. But what right. an amazing fight too. Like there, great there, fight. No, great there's fight. no doubt in my mind that those guys were not going to deliver exactly what they did. Yeah. Pretty and, much just boxing in a phone booth. Yeah. yeah. And five years ago, you know, it's a coin toss or I would be really high in Robbie Lawler, but a phone booth boxing match in 2022 against Robbie Lawler. I'm taking the other guy. I am. I'm sorry. Man, I just, those elbows, you know, like uh, I, I was talking with Mo about this over the weekend, just uh, like our King Mo. Was, uh, the game's changed a little bit since I fought with these elbows and the spinning stuff. And it's just, it's something you got to be aware of when you're in that phone booth now. It's that's something, that's a major adjustment I would have to make. And they are deadly as we've seen. Absolutely. All right. 
We're going to get rolling. We went a little bit longer. It was a great pay-per-view. Uh, great stuff. Great trivia. Uh, answer. We'll have another question here at the end. L, take us away. What is the best bet? UFC Vegas 58 stack card. Really cool main event. What is your best bet on this card? So my best bet is a little bit of a uh, spoiler because it'll also be uh, a big underdog. But, man, I, I can't get away from RDA being such a big underdog in the main event. And I actually have him winning in the over. The odds are amazing for this. I really think the value is there in this bet. Fazeev is, of course, super dangerous, but RDA has such a strong chin. And especially after the way RDA just beat Moicano. I know Moicano took that on short notice, but the timing of RDA's takedowns, I, I think he can quell the uh, danger factor of Fazeev and just fit in and wrestle him. And RDA doesn't get tired. So I think we're going to see that fight exactly the same from rounds one through five. Uh, before we say, go to Ryan and ask him, oh, L Wagman just went. Oh, there you go. You good, L? Yep, I'm good. Okay. It's all right. Before we go to Ryan, my absolute best bet on this card, my Brian Barberina of this week is RDA as well. I love RDA in this spot. Uh, I know Rafael Fazeev is an absolute monster and kicks, but I just felt like him versus Bobby Green was super close, maybe closer than a lot of people remember it. And I just think RDA, the wrestle and the grappling, uh, look at his look at who he's fought over the last six years. The guy doesn't fight anyone other than top five, top ten talent. I love Artie. I can't believe he's plus one eighty right now. Cannot believe it. You got to take those odds. Ryan, what's your best bet on the board, my man? My lock of the night. I I like the the main event going the over. I have and I have RDA winning too, but I'm just gonna play it safe and stick with the over. But okay. uh, to to what you guys were saying, like. I almost could predict this round by round. I feel like RDA is going to win round one, lose round two. It's going to be a toss-up round three. And then RDA is going to win rounds four and five. Um, I, I question Fiziev's, uh his gas tank in rounds four and five. And whenever, like like two years, like RDA has, you know, black belt in jiu-jitsu, but he's got that functional wrestling. If he gets in trouble with the power shots that Fiziev brings, he's going to get him up against the fence in that double leg and choose some clock, get, him, get the takedown and wear him. So yeah, I like the I like the over, but I'm gonna play it safe. I like RDA, but I'm playing safe just the over. Wow, guys, we've never been like this. We've always had a little bit of uh, maybe I don't know going opposite. All three of us are really on this RDA thing, and that makes me feel good. I'm like all week long, really high on it. I saw the odds. I'm like, whoa, I love this. I already sprinkled a little bit in on Monday, and it's only going the uh, the way I wanted to. So I would assume is your underdog play as well as that RDA L? Is that what we're leaning? Yeah, I mean, there, there's a couple other underdogs that I was looking at, but I he's the, the fact that you can get a RDA at plus one eighty is is just unreal to me. Like the dude, like you said, he is probably one of the most well-rounded guys in the game overall, especially especially at this at, at this weight class and. Man, I just I, – I know Fazeev is very dangerous, but RDA has fought super dangerous guys. And I think it's not so much that RDA has good wrestling, but he has impeccable timing. And I know I, I already said that, but I can't stress that enough. I think a guy who pressures hard and throws big shots like Fazeev does, I think he's going to be able to fit in really easily. And I can't see Fazeev being able to get away from him on the ground. 
This is unbelievable. Really cool stat. I'm on the my bookie right now. RDA, RDA is the third highest underdog play you can do at plus 180. The second is Michael Johnson at plus 195. Michael Johnson can beat anyone in the division, but also can lose to anyone in the division. It's just not a lot of guy I like to put my money on. And the other one is Doug Da Silva. He's fighting a Nurmagomedov. If you know about that, it's not a good thing. Not a good thing in MMA. Do not fight a Nurmagomedov. So I oh, I cannot believe RDA is this high. I cannot believe it. Ryan, is your underdog play as well RDA? It is not. My underdog pick is Michael Johnson. I Woo! um I uh I just uh first of all, he's he's been yeah, he's on a little bit of a skid, but not really. He just won his last fight and he looked good. Um he's okay, he lost to Josh Emmett. Who's who's beating Josh Emmett these days? Um and then I feel like that people feel the loss to Tiago Moises was a bad loss. Clearly, that's not the case anymore. You know, clearly that's so like he's fighting tougher dudes and his he's got devastating hand speed, knocked out Dustin Poirier. You know, I just really like him in this fight. I feel he's had tougher strength of schedule. He's feeling good off his last win. Yeah, he's 37. Who cares? I'm going Michael Johnson. Wow. I might have to, I might have to challenge you on this one to a bunny ear bit. Oh, bunny ears? What are the bunny ears? What do we want to explain what those are? So, all right, so we've been talking about this for a couple of weeks, but we haven't actually had a, a chance. We've been agreeing too much. So um, we uh, we decided that if we uh, we disagree on a bet head-to-head, -head, we are going to bet the other bunny ears. So if I lose next week, I'll be rocking some bunny ears. And if Ryan Quinn loses, which he probably will, um, he'll be rocking some bunny ears next week. No show. problem. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't need to, but I'll go to Target tomorrow and pick them up just in case. I wow. think you forget that Michael Johnson can't stop a shot, and JV Malarkey took down Jalen Turner, who's a much better man. He's he's got crazy hand speed. You can't rush in on. He's got crazy hand speed. You can't rush in on. I, I don't disagree with you, but man, Malarkey's tough. And and if there's one thing that Johnson hasn't been recently, it's it's that that mental toughness is isn't there for me anymore. When I when I watch him fight, like. He, I don't know, man. He's riding I think hot. I got to put my money on Malarkey. It, on this one. I think I think he's riding hot off of the last win. He's feeling good. You know, it, it it was just enough time to to rest, but yet not enough time to have a long layover. I like Michael Johnson. On my bookies second month when they signed back with uh, Bed and Bananas and Fight Bananas because we're the hottest, you know, MMA betting show in the damn market. I'm going to buy myself a popcorn machine now because I'm going to make popcorn and just watch Ryan Quinn and Al Wagman argue about a bet. This is gold right now. I Verbal like cage fight. I'm telling you, like <laughs> Michael Johnson, I, I said it not knowing we we're going to go this angle. He's just one of those guys. I really do. I'm not just saying he could beat anyone in the division. He can because he does have the hand speed and the power. And he's been around the block of that in the game. But I think, honestly, on the other side, he can lose to anyone in the, in the division. He can lose to the 52nd guy in the division. And Jamie Mar Marlarkey is no slouch by any means. Mm -hmm. Really gritty, really tough. Honestly, I'm just looking at my bookie right now. I kind of like the over at plus 130. I think Jamie's going to be – uh, really grappling, wrestle him down at plus 130. I think this is going 15 minutes because I don't think Michael is going to catch him. So just looking at that, a, a plus money again in the underdog role. Man, my bookie's handing out money tonight, guys. They're just my bookie, out take a looky. I like it. All right, so we got our first ever bunny ears bet. Uh, I got to make artwork. I got to go home right now and send my artist <laughs> artwork. We got uh, L. Wagman, Jamie Marlarkey. Ryan Quinn, Michael Johnson. There we go. Bunny ears bet official. 
All right, let's go with three five parlay. L Wagman has been on fire. My girls, Taylor and Emerson, the twins, say thank you. They got new brand new shoes and a three five parlay. They appreciate L Wagman. L, what are we doing? I, I'm I'm following your lead. Wherever you go, I will follow. What is your magnificent, the unbeatable three five parlay? All right. So first leg. Sorry, Ryan. My first leg is Jamie Malarkey. I, I really think he's going to get it done. I was looking at uh, – I understand Michael Johnson has fought some tough guys. However, outside of Alan Patrick, who is not has not been exactly killing it lately, he has not won, won a fight since about – I think it's 2018. Lost to Clay Guida. Obviously, the losses to Moises, like, the, those are not anything to scoff at. But I just don't think he's got it in him anymore. And I think Malarkey is a really tough dude. He's also fought some equally tough dudes, just more up-and-comers and less vets at this point. Um, so I, my money's on Jamie. My second leg of my parlay is Antonina Shevchenko over Courtney Casey in the over. Um, I definitely don't think I, I see her finishing this fight. But, I man, I, I think Courtney is, is at the tail end as well. Um, she's not doing well in her fights against the higher level girls or or your girls that aren't even doing as well at this point in time. Uh, I think Antonina, like Courtney struggles with that range a lot with some of these ranger girls. And Antonina does do that really, really well with her striking and her kickboxing. Um, so I see her getting that done in the over two and a half rounds. And then the final leg of my parlay is still my boy RDA in the over. I think him in the over four and a half rounds is just money. Wow. I like that. I, I like that a lot. I, I, like I said, I'm into the Jamie one. RDA already got, and then Shevchenko. Okay. I like that into it. All right. I was hoping, I was hoping L was going to say Ronnie Lawrence in that meat spot. I really like him a lot. He's at minus 135 too, just to win straight. I like that play a lot. All right, Ryan, uh, you know, three, five parlay. Let's make it, yep. let's get a winner. Let's just keep on winning what you got. All right. I'll, I'll give you a taste. I have uh, actually, this was the, Picking these parlays made me realize how tough there's a lot of fight. There's a lot of tough fights this weekend coming up. Like yeah. there's gonna be this is gonna be a, a sleeper show. But um, Ronnie Lawrence for Sedyokov. Uh, I have it written down. Karkmanov. Karkmanov. He. Yep. I have that going the over. I just. Um, I feel like who is it? Like they they both been somewhat inactive. But I just I I feel like that we're gonna have, see a little bit of a feeling out process. But um. I, I just see, I mean, it's going to eventually just start steamrolling, but I have that one going the over. I just feel like that's that, the way that matchup's going. It's a tough matchup. Might be fight of the night. Um, the next one, oh, Jared Venderera versus Chase Sherman. I have that one going the under. I've just seen a lot of a lot of this with those two, and I feel like that means we're going to see a lot of this, <laughs> and somebody's going to get caught. <laughs> so two heavyweights. Um, and then the last one, this is tough for me, uh, but uh, – I uh, got Cynthia Cavillo over Nina Nunes by decision. I just think that like, like, Nina wins very controlling pace fights. Uh, Cynthia's kind of in your face and scrappy, a little more active both in the fight as well as strength, uh, schedule lately. And I just see her going to a, a decision win over 15 minutes. Wow, I like that. I got a lot of inside scoops. So let me let me give a little bit of the uh, the sauce that I have on the side here. One, I love Ronnie Lawrence. I love that play. I think that's one of the best fights in the card. Super underrated. No one's talking about. It. No other show is talking about that fight. 
Love that. I know someone that's going to be in Chase Sherman's corner uh, in four days. Literally talked to him today. Says Chase looks great. Uh, boxing looks great. He knows what he's going against. He thinks this fight's going to end within the first round. Uh, there you go. He said that. They're going in that phone booth. Sherman's going to win in the first round. They're going to get knocked out himself. I literally talked to someone on the inside there. And then Cynthia Calvillo. Um, Felicia Spencer talked to her today. It's her absolute lock on this whole card. She thinks Calvillo is this. She's literally fighting for a job. I think she's lost three in a row, four in a row. It could be a deathbed in the UFC. And also, guys, just throwing it out there, it's one of these, um, me maybe being outside the fight game a little bit, not in the gym every day. Nina is like Amanda Nunes is fighting in three weeks for the championship that she lost against Julia Pena. How can Nina Nunes be like in the hundred percent in the fight herself when her partner, who is the greatest female fighter in the history of the sport fighting in three weeks, like there's something off there. There's just too much going on. And maybe Al, you could talk about this a little bit with you and Grant both being fighters. I just think if Grant was fighting Charles Oliveira for the championship, the biggest fight of his fucking life, maybe, and, and tell me if I'm wrong, Al, like you, and would, you had a two-year-old running around, <laughs> huh? That's you. She, she definitely yeah. has a lot of help with Reagan, though. Like, uh, I mean, Nina's been at the gym, so she has been. Yeah. Um, and I like. I do think. I do think she's been training a lot. Um, I I will say, like, I would like to think that if we both Grant and I both got big fights around the same time, that we could manage. You know, being able to to focus on our own, our doing our job, you know, it, it'd be just like if you had something big going on at work and your wife did as well, you know, it, it really is the same thing. Like we should be able My wife to takes precedent that. every time, Elle, every time she wins. <laughs> it's it's one of those things like you, you think you should be able to handle it, but it definitely is difficult. Like when yeah. Grant and I are both cutting weight in the house at the same time, it sucks. Like we hate each other. So I know that that definitely takes a toll. Um, I mean, Nina, Nina looks good. I honestly don't even know how I feel about this fight at this point. Um, I haven't been super impressed with Cynthia lately. Yep, I think, yep. like, Ran I, Nina, Nina had a super close fight with uh, Tatiana Suarez. I know Tatiana was hurt, but Tatiana Suarez with an injured neck is still out-wrestled Cynthia Calvillo on her best day. Tatiana is, her wrestling is on another level. And Nina and had Mackenzie a close fight with her. She lost uh, to Mackenzie Dern too. She's not. Yeah. She's losing to the two Absolutely. top, uh, you know, challengers. And of course, and Mackenzie. I will say this about Mackenzie. Mackenzie's jujitsu phenomenal. Her wrestling is not still not on the same level. And I feel the same way about Cynthia Calvillo. I think she shoots from too far away, and I think you really have to you really have to be careful doing that on a girl like Nina, who does have strong hips. They're also both straw weights going up to flyweight. Neither of them are going to have the size advantage, which is something that, like, people might think of seeing Nina go up to flyweight because I right. believe this is her first fight at 125. Yes. And But they're both honestly kind of undersized for the division, so neither of them are going to have that 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 uh, extra oomph, you know, from being the bigger girl. And Nina does have strong hips, and she is a lot thicker than she used to be. She has good range control, and Cynthia doesn't have great volume, and she doesn't always set up her shots. Well, she rushes in. And she tries to do it with one or two strikes, which can is really hard to do on somebody who's throwing a lot of volume and kicks a lot like Nina. I could see Nina uh, giving her a lot of problems in this fight. Wow, I like that, guys. That breakdown was gold right there. L. Wagman. Okay, there we go. 
Guys, all this action you can look right now at mybookie.ag. Just use the promo code bananas. There's so much more that we didn't even get into. Even the main event, we're really high on RDA, all three of us. If you guys are leaning that way, go to mybookie.ag right now and bet on RDA. Use the promo code bananas. Get a match back, match back deposit. Guys, I think we did it. I think we absolutely nailed it. Uh, but we do have to leave the show with Ryan Quinn's trivia question for next week. Ryan, take it away. All right. So this week we named the fighters who won the Ultimate Fighter and went on to become UFC champion. Nine. Next week. Sorry. Yeah, nine. Nine. nine yeah. Next week, I want you to name me the two fighters that didn't win the Ultimate Fighter and were on the show and went on to become UFC champion. Okay. Ready. I like that. Two fighters. Okay. Ryan Quinn just dropping. I shouldn't have even said the two. I should have just said name me, but. Two's good. I like this. We're going to help the people a little bit. You know, come on. We got to bring the people along. Guys, I think we absolutely nailed it. I love both of your best bets. The underdog. I'm really, I love RDA in that one. Oh, man, we got our first ever bunny ears bet. Michael Johnson with Ryan Quinn taking the dog. And we got L. Wagman taking the fluffy, nice favorite in Jamie Malarkey. I like it. Guys, I think we nailed it. I think it was a great show. Uh, great shout show. out again to my bookie. L, appreciate you. Hopefully you had a great dinner. Have a great rest of your week. L, what's your hat size? I could probably pick you up a pair of ears Woo! when I'm at Target. Everybody here's the song. Woo! How's <laughs> got? Kid size. <laughs> I'm just drinking Wawa, uh, you know, great goose and eating popcorn. What a great night. Appreciate your time, guys. We'll talk to you real soon. I got to get an intro and outro. I got to come on. I, I got to get on the ball a little bit of this, guys. Uh, we are out. We'll see you guys.